Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest. She's an Olympic champion, a world champion, world record holder. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting down with Sarah Schostrom. Hello, and thank you for having me. Is uh, you recently got just got surgery for a broken elbow? You've been rehabbing it. Um, how how are you doing today with that injury? Well, I'm taking day by day and step by step. And I'm at the moment I'm I'm taking uh, uh, big steps all the time, and I can see some progress uh, in the recovery. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling feeling good. I actually been back in the water for about two and a half weeks. Uh, still not allowed to use my arm, um, but I, I'm doing a lot of kicking, <laughs> which I don't normally enjoy. So yeah, my legs are quite tired at the moment. <laughs> um, post post surgery was after the surgery to now. Um, was that has that process been easier than you might have expected? Harder than you might have expected? Just getting out of mobility or use out of that arm again. Uh, so the first week I was um, I was just so tired after the surgery I couldn't do a lot I was just in my apartment sleeping a lot and just trying to recover um, and then I, I I but I did my rehab every day and I, I was sitting on the bike a little bit uh, just, just super easy because I was not allowed to do any any kind of uh, heart rate uh, stuff that made me sweat uh, because of the um, uh, the scar mm. so I had to like everything had to heal before I started working um, so yeah the first three weeks was just like super easy uh, maintaining work on the bike and rehab and uh, yeah I mean the 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 progress is is great like my flexibility is getting better uh, in extension and in flexion all the time. So I'm just happy that uh, this process is, it's actually going better than I thought, thought it would. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Um, and do you have a timeline for when you will be not on the only kicking plan in, in the pool? So from, from the beginning, my uh, doctor, he said that uh, you will not be able to use your arm for a minimum of 12 weeks. That's what he said after my surgery. But um, I just met him the other day and we did a, another x-ray to sh- check if the fracture is healing uh, properly. And it did. And uh, he said uh, it will be no problem for you to start swimming again after 10 weeks. So I'm halfway now and it's only five weeks until I can start working a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's still very bad timing to get a fracture and not be able to use my arm for about 10 weeks. But um, I, I just have to do whatever I can with this, uh, what what I have. I was very unlucky that I slipped um, here in Sweden. It's, it was very icy and cold here and I slipped. It was such a bad timing, but... I'm just trying to do whatever I can with the, uh, with these 10 weeks, trying to work on um, 
other things that I normally don't have time for. What what kind of other things? So usually, like, um, uh, I, I have four hours swimming every day. Um, I might go to the gym for one hour. Uh, but then you just do like the main uh, exercises. But now I have time to really work on my weaknesses, like my balance and uh, making my legs even stronger and and also learn how to handle like having a high heart rate for a longer time uh, on the bike, for example, it's perfect. Uh, so I have I have I have much more time in the gym to work on the on my lower body, which has been a big weakness for me. I'm not, I'm not very, I've not ever been strong in my legs. <laughs> or like I always wanted to be stronger than I am. I feel like my upper body has always been so much stronger, but now I have so much time to work on, on uh, getting stronger legs. Uh, so I think, and also doing a lot of kicking. So I think uh, that's, I hope that that will be good for me. Um, We'll see. At the moment, they are just very tired. But uh, after a lot of taper later in the year, maybe that will give me something. Yeah, I, I feel like we. I have seen a lot of um, athletes, swimmers specifically, you know, sustain major injuries in their upper body, have to have to work on their legs or you know kick only or get on the bike a lot, and and they've come come back and and really seen um, major improvements. I know this is the first major injury you've sustained as a swimmer like this did did you have a range of emotions you went through you know after first the first 24 48 hours when when you sustained this injury uh so the first 24 hours 48 hours i couldn't even lift my arm over my head or i couldn't i couldn't move my arm at all i had uh, I had to ask my boyfriend to help me like to get up from the bed and I couldn't do easy things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, it was almost like I had to start from zero again with uh, everything with my arm, but uh, I got very, very good help from uh, the Swedish Olympic committee and the physiotherapist there. They, they, the first week they came to my house to give me treatments almost every day. Uh, mostly because my shoulder was very, like it was not my elbow that's been painful. My shoulder was very, very painful in the beginning because I didn't move it. It was just like, I was just holding uh, the shoulder very, very still because I was scared to hurt the elbow. So then they had to come and like treat the, the shoulders to make sure I didn't get any problem with that. But uh, uh, yeah, like I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done this Um so good if i didn't get all the help that i got from the physiotherapist they they've been super supportive and um yeah the process is going perfectly (laughs) and just in terms of your your mental state do do you feel like you've been able to handle this setback pretty well yeah, at the moment I'm I'm st- I still b- feel very positive because I I'm getting better at things every day. Uh, I'm learning <laughs> new things uh, every day, and uh, um, I'm getting stronger in my legs. And I feel like um, there is something positive coming out every day. So I just have to be happy with that. Yeah, 
And I'm just taking it back a little further in terms of this year. Do you, do you feel like this kind of falls in line with, um, with, with all the other setbacks that have happened globally this year? Yeah, it's been a it's been a tough year for all, all everyone and for athletes as well. Um, I mean, I haven't been able to race that much the last uh, yeah almost two years now, I think. So uh, yeah, definitely look forward to do that again. But it's it's been tough, so I just have to try to face this this challenge and uh, try to come back stronger again whenever we're allowed to start racing again it's gonna take a little bit longer than i i was expecting but uh it's mostly because i um injured my my elbow when everything started to get going again so it's very bad timing but um i just have to take the challenge and and uh yeah like i've done with all the other challenges i had before this is obviously the toughest one uh, ever for me uh, but uh, I have to try at least. Yeah. I mean, like you said, when, when facing this challenge, you, you've taken other challenges in the past when, when this happened and as you've gone through this process, have you, have you looked back on other experiences and, and said, okay, I, I got through that. I, I can certainly, you know, get through this as well. Well, now I have just been like, okay, uh, whatever I saw as a challenge before <laughs> wasn't really a challenge <laughs> almost like that you know like it wasn't a challenge coming obviously it, it was back then but like if I came fourth in the Olympics that was like a challenge you know to try to come back again or whatever but I, I realized now that I uh, had a very very high level for so many years so uh, I almost got spoiled with all those <laughs> <laughs> medals and uh, when I came forth I was like oh this is a challenge but now okay this this is the true challenge of an athlete like going trying to come back from injury um, so uh, yeah I just have to try to, <laughs> to beat the challenge obviously yeah where so during um, during this pandemic obviously it's been about a year now since it started um, globally, d did you have to have a period outside of the pool um, where you couldn't, where you weren't able to train, or, or pools in your area were closed? So um, actually, the pools have been open for us the last year, um, and they even kept it open for public swimmers. They only closed it for for uh, public swimmers in December. So it took a very long time to actually um, close everything down. And then I know a lot of kids, they were not allowed to swim for a couple of weeks here, but they, they're coming back now to the pool. So um, yeah, it's been, uh, I, but for the, for the national swimmers, like the, the Olympic and world champs swimmers, we, we have been allowed to, to swim all year. Oh, wow. So this is your first big break, uh, having, having been outside of the pool in quite a while. Yeah, actually, I, I did take a big break uh, in June and July because uh, I, I felt like it was better to just keep on going all year and uh, take the break in June and July instead, because that's when we have summer in Sweden and it's 
beautiful. So I, I felt like I, now I can, or I could enjoy the summer. Uh, like I normally don't have time for <laughs> uh, because of all the competitions. Uh, enjoy the summer in Sweden without traveling. It was it was quite nice, and I actually uh, studied a lot. And I studied the uh, personal training in in the summer, so I took time to do other other things. And I also started enjoying running, um, which is very unusual for swimmers. So. <laughs> It was nice to do some other things for for 10 weeks. It gave me a lot of energy and a lot of motivation um, to get back to swimming when I when it was time for it. Do you remember how long you were out of the water for that period? 10 weeks. But I, I to be honest, like it's impossible for me to stay out of the water for 10 weeks. I I did go to the pool a few times, but I did like 2000 meters, maybe once or twice per week. Um, just to, you know, have the feeling of the water. And also in the summer, it's quite nice to go to the pool, you know, swim, going to an outdoor pool and just enjoy the sun a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I did the, I did still the, uh, swim a little bit because I'm, I'm too addicted to the sport. <laughs> I can't stay out too long. <laughs> but like you but said, I didn't really have a, I didn't have a plan with my swimming for like 10 weeks. So I, that's like a break for me. Yeah. And like you said, that, that can certainly be energizing and just taking that time of, of not having a plan. Um, that's a yeah. good, good way to put it. And did that help you, especially getting back in with ISL then, um, having go, going from like kind of not having a plan to having a big chunk of training and racing in Budapest? Honestly, I felt stronger than ever when I came back from my break, I had no idea why, like I, <laughs> I was so good at underwater kicks and uh, uh, I don't know. I just, I had so much energy and uh, I felt like um, my technique was working in both freestyle and fly. I mean, it, it took like two or three weeks in the water before I started, you know, really coming back. But it, it's, I was surprised how quick I could come back after like 10 weeks, um, like without having a, plan for the the swimming i was just doing a lot of running instead and uh, other workouts but uh yeah it was it was um i think i was just very excited when i started again after 10 weeks to be honest maybe that's why i felt so good <laughs> yeah i mean that that makes total sense and then how would you um explain the, the the Budapest bubble and what that experience was like because it was something that I feel like swimming had never really seen before yeah or when I or it was a challenge before when I read all the restrictions I didn't know okay this sounds so hard are we gonna uh, be able to because we, we were not used to those kind of restrictions in Sweden Sweden mm -hmm. has been quite controversial with the restrictions compared with rest, the rest of the world it's been very open so I was scared about that because I wasn't used to the those tough restrictions like with wearing a mask all the time and never even wear a mask once before coming to the ISL bubble uh, <laughs> but now we have more restrictions in Sweden with that by the way but uh, yeah but then when I actually came into the bubble um it was it was fine like I got used to the routines and it was actually more social than I thought it would be uh, because I thought everyone would just you know stay in their room all the time we were not allowed to do anything but 
I mean, we did some. We ordered some takeaway food and uh, played video games together. Uh, so it was it was fun. Uh, we had I I felt like I got to know uh, so many swimmers that I I have I've been talking to them before, but I I got time to uh, hang out with them much more. So it was it was really fun and uh, much easier than I ex- expected before. <laughs> It was yeah. almost harder to go back home again, to be honest. It was, uh, <laughs> it was so relaxed in that bubble. Everything was served. It was a nice hotel, a spa hotel. So, oh, wow. yeah, it was, it was very relaxed. <laughs> and, I, I mean, especially with Energy Standard, it seems like, you know, a lot of you guys train outside, t- train together outside of the ISL um, in Hungary, or sorry, in Turkey anyway. And so... F- being back on that team for a second season was um, can you tell me just about like the team dynamic and, and what that was like in those six weeks? Uh, we had so much fun together. We, we played a lot of uh, Mario Kart and uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> it was a good uh, team spirit and uh, it was nice to get to know more of the swimmers. Uh, I, I knew some of them that I've been training with. Um, like you said in in Turkey, uh, but there was a few swimmers that I I didn't know that well. But it was it was really nice to get to know them more during those six weeks. Yeah, and, and just uh, going to the swimming aspect of it, um, specifically the Energy Standards female four hundred free relay. I think you guys were undefe- are now undefeated in two seasons of ISL. Um, but as, as, as the matches progressed, did, did you all have, um, goals or talk about that relay beforehand, or would you just kind of every, every match step up to the blocks and just swim, swim fast? Yeah, that's, that's all we can do. Like we, I know the, the coaches probably does a lot of the planning around and, but then we, we know what to do, uh, when we stand behind the when we go behind the blocks, uh, all we can do is like uh, try to swim as good as possible. But um, yeah, it was it was so much fun to do that relay every time, and uh, all the relays and all the racing was so much fun there. Yeah. Do Do you feel like you know you said coming into the bubble, you you felt really strong in the water. Do you feel like you that just got better and better as you progressed through r- so much racing? Well, actually, I was I felt the best on my first competition, and then we had two week break, and I got some problem with my back after like one week of rest, and then I missed the second match, and then I felt like it didn't really come back. I I I tried so much harder on the the next competitions after that, uh, but I was I, I I don't know why, but I just lost the you know feeling that I got better and better. Um, so I used to have to <laughs> fight for every race in, in that, uh, uh, in those la- last three weeks there, but I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that I was able to, uh, go back to racing again. Um, uh, I didn't know if I was allowed to keep on racing after that, uh, back problem I had, but I, I made it back and, uh, I was swimming quite well, even though I, I, I still, I didn't have that power left, really. Uh, but yeah, it's um, 
yeah, it was it was fun to be able to go back to racing again, and yeah. Do do you feel like that was the back problem something that was kind of easily taken care of once you returned from Budapest? Definitely, it was just very bad timing. I I had some back problems before, but not very big, and it's it happens usually uh, during uh, training or. Mm-hmm. And then if I just take like three or four days off, it's usually fine after that. But it was just very bad timing. Um, and then because I knew it was bad timing, it made me a little bit stressed. And then my back problem usually, everyone with back problems know that stress is not very good. So um, I probably made it worse by stressing about it. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I was back on match uh, number three, so I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah, and and then uh, after the bubble, um, were you? It's you weren't able to return to Turkey, correct? Yeah. So I, after the bubble, obviously it was six weeks uh, away from home, and then you you need to go back home after that and spend some time with the family and uh yeah so i i i didn't i didn't feel like going back to a training center after staying in the bubble for six weeks anyway but uh, um yeah so then have you been have you just been in sweden ever since uh yeah season of isl yes and how how has training in sweden been over the the fall and winter this year it's been good. Uh, I really enjoy training in Sweden. I mean, I've been traveling a lot uh, the last 10 years. And uh, actually the last uh, one and a half year when COVID started, I haven't traveled that much at all. I've been to Turkey maybe, you know, twice and to Budapest. But it's been quite nice to just stay in my home a little bit and relax and not travel everywhere. I miss it. A lot. I wanna. I wanna get back to that uh, lifestyle again. But it, it's been quite nice to get to know my boyfriend a little bit. We've been together <laughs> for like nine years, but we haven't really spent more than like one week uh, <laughs> together without me traveling somewhere. So <laughs> yeah, it's been quite nice to just take some downtime, time, downtime, and relax. That seems really nice. <laughs> um so so looking forward a little bit so before this elbow injury did you have a set lineup of events that you were planning on focusing on at the olympics this year yeah definitely 50 100 free and 100 fly um still my main events we'll see what i will be able to race in, in the summer um it's going to take a couple of weeks and probably months before I will be able to swim butterfly again. But uh, I, uh, all I can do is try now and then we'll see what events I will, will swim. I will definitely have 53 in my program. I think I can survive at 50, but uh, <laughs> we'll see about the rest. Makes sense. Uh, and then in terms of kilometers, how much are you kicking now? Every session is about uh, three or, or three and a half K kicking mixed with fins and without fins. 
So it's quite a lot. I'm normally not used to doing more than like 1K kicking per session. So it's, and then I have like super heavy leg uh, exercises in the gym and spinning. <laughs> so <laughs> the kicking and the spinning and the, the leg workouts in the gym are, they're killing my legs a little bit, but I think it's, it's good for me. Yeah. I hope it's good. <laughs> Between the kicking, the spinning and the, heavy gym workouts which one's your favorite oh um i don't know <laughs> i think i guess kicking in the pool then i always start with the, the swimming and then i yeah. i do the the gym and then i end with spinning in the end of the day so i always start with the most important one <laughs> and does does the kicking if three to three and a half is it um is it pretty creative? Are you like doing a lot of different kind of stuff or is it just 3100s or 10100? No, it's quite creative. It's very creative. I'm, I'm working with uh, Johan Wallberg in, uh, with the Swedish National Elite Center in Stockholm. And he, he's super creative with the, the kick sets. So sometimes it's like three 200s with 25 uh, scissor kick, 25 side kick. 50 meter butterfly kick on back and then uh 25 single arm so it's like i have to think a little bit and okay what am i doing now and it's something different like every 25 every 50 so it's a uh, yeah i three and a half k is actually over quite quickly makes sense and and then i know you're not swimming or but, but you can use one arm at times do you feel just being back in the water the, the last few weeks, do you feel different in the water, just body position wise, or, you know, how, how your body's engaging with itself? No, I feel, I feel uh, quite good in the water. Um, even if I, I had three weeks out from the pool, but um, I didn't really have time to, you know, cause I, I, I'm not using my other arm, anything. So it's hard to know exactly how the, the feeling is, I think. Because I always feel quite bad when I kick, so <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't say it. it's just nice to be back in the pool. But I, I'm, I really miss starting using my arm and doing all those long pull sets. I really prefer that. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, and have have you gotten feed? You know, just in these last few weeks, have you gotten feedback from your coach just on how you're looking in the water, or, or what the what the kicks looking like, or the times you've gone on the kick sets? Uh, I haven't really taken any times yet with my kicking. Uh, I like just doing. Um, I, I'm watching the the clock sometimes. I'm following some start times and stuff, but I'm not too interested in like exactly what time I'm swimming at the moment. Especially because it was three very slow weeks, and then I just had to. I just have have to get back to things. I'm doing some progressive stuff sometimes, like six times uh, 100, uh, one to three, one to three. But mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to know my times all the time, you know. It's especially because I'm doing, uh, I'm mixing it with spinning and and the uh, gym stuff. I I know my legs are tired anyway. <laughs> so if if I have progressive one to three, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best on the the third one anyway. But I don't. Sometimes I'm just like. Don't tell me the time. <laughs> it's not important now. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that a little bit more now. The, 
um, maybe next week or so. Mm. But first, I just wanted to get back get back to things because they want to hear how listen to how slow I am at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, Sarah, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with me a little bit today. Um, any parting thoughts before we sign off? No, I think um, I think I told you about a few different things about the injury and ISL and yeah. Well, awesome. I, again, I appreciate your time and glad to hear that the recovery is going about as smoothly as it can. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.